Hollywood is bustin' up to Hollywood. Showin' the ways, movin' to Hollywood is hoppin' up to Hollywood. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of How Betty Davis Saved My Life, Life Lessons from Classic Hollywood. I'm Moya. And I'm Georgia. And guys, we have a doozy today. We're not even going to mess around. We're going to jump right into it because this movie is, it is, it might be one of the Bibles, if you will, of how to, how to relationships between men and women. Let's just say that. How to navigate relationships between men and women. That's a really long title, <laughs> but you'll get it in a minute. What's our uh, movie today, Georgia? Hobson's Choice from 1954 and one of the very best classic British comedies and maybe one of the very best British movies of all time. Yeah, you know, we always say that when we see certain movies, but no, this is... And I don't know, I didn't even bother to look up a list because, I look, I, I don't need anybody else's list. Certainly my list. This is one of the best British films of all time. I totally agree. And I hadn't seen it in a while, Georgia. Gosh, it's, oh, girl, maybe 20-something yes. years. I hadn't seen it in a long, maybe, maybe not that long, yeah. but at least a decade. At least a decade. Yeah, and don't you have, don't you see it differently through different eyes? Oh, through the yeah. passage of time? Yeah, all the freaking and I, and I love that we are able to do that on this podcast. I saw this as a teenager and I loved it all those many years and remembered it. And now that I'm older and a more mature and experienced person, I understand and appreciate it on a whole different level. Yes. It was it was such a greater depth of understanding and and love it even more than I did. Yes, uh, that is so true. You have to. Um, well, let me. On that note, what? So, what were your feelings about it when you saw it as a teen? I saw this as basically more the relationship mm -hmm. between Maggie and Willie, and mm -hmm. that's what stood out to me. Uh, what I remembered so much of it, and and. I, I saw the characters, the way they talked, the way they acted, and I didn't understand so much of the the nuanced behavior going on. But mm -hmm. I could just see, I could see the development of the relationship because it was so unique and so original. It's not like it's not your classic love story by any means. It is so fresh, and uh, and it was to me, it was just funny. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, it was. It was hilarious. I mean, so and I kept trying to say, okay, what category is it? A knee slapper? Is it a rib poker? Is it a uh, what do you call that? Double over? And I think it, it at certain points it was all of them, but it, it yeah. So yeah, it just depends. Uh, and and you know, because it, it had everything. It had slapstick. It had um, you know, it had satire. Um, and it just, it, it hit all points and, but it's so unassuming because Charles it, Lawton, it Charles Lawton, Charles Lawton is such a, one of the most brilliant actors on the screen, period. And he could do drama. He could do comedy and dramedy. Then he, he could do stuff in, in, in between. So, you know, you with him, you don't, 
<laughs> you don't know what you're going to get with him until you get into the movie, you know? Oh, you are so right. You know, and in fact, he is actually known as one of the greatest actors in all of history. I mean, you're right. He was so versatile. I mean, he did witness for the prosecution. I loved him in that. And, uh, and I'm ashamed. I've got to see that movie. Oh, okay. We got to do <laughs> he, it. We're going to do it. He we he did. He won an Academy Award for Best Actor in The Private Life of Henry VIII. That was good. Uh, and let's see. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Of course. Dame. Oh, and, one of the and best. I was a little kid when I saw it, and I cried buckets. I know. I cried, it was so sad. I cried buckets, you know, advising <laughs> consent. And so, yes, he was one of the absolute best. But, you know, I wanted to say is compared to U.S. comedy, I took some notes what I thought about this. British comedy is often wittier, and it's more yes. playfully written. Yes. And you have the quirkiness of being British, and it cannot be matched in the no. same way as we have in the United States. And even the accents are funnier. Yes. Now, I have to tell our, our listeners that the English accents are Northern English, just like okay. we have Northern accents in the U.S. and Southern accents in the U.S. Okay. These Northern accents are not easy to understand, so I had to use closed captioning to be able to follow all of the really? dialogue. Yeah, I did. And it, it, it helped me a lot, and I even talked to somebody who's from Great Britain, <laughs> and he said, and he was telling me, yes, they'll say, like, like get out the shop. Or get out shop, you know. Instead of saying get out of the shop, mm -hmm. get out shop, you know. But that's how they'll talk. Okay. And so you have the these very unique accents. But you know, this movie is brilliantly made. It's a masterpiece, and I'm so shocked that it is not much better known. I mean, right. you've got it's it's clever. You've got there's something lovable about it. It stays with you like a good book. And you can watch this movie again and again, and there is more to appreciate each time you see it. Yes. And, you know, sometimes, you know, when you watch a movie like this, maybe on a Saturday afternoon or on a rainy day, it makes you feel, you know, relaxed and grounded. There's <laughs> yeah. something about a movie like this that just... It made me smile all the way through it. And I yes. was smiling even more at yes. the end. Yes. And so I want to tell our viewers... <laughs> like, uh, put down your cell phone, yeah. uh, leave the dishes in the sink, wake up the kids, <laughs> everybody watch this movie. <laughs> right, right. And I would say, uh, so I, like I said, I, I watched it, I'm going to say 10 years ago, so I was in my late 30s. And um, and I just, I don't think it was 20 years ago. I, I'm trying to remember where did I see it, and that would help me, but I just don't remember where I was. But it's been a minute. And um, and you're right. I didn't get the ramifications of the the love story or the relation and relationship story between uh Willie and what was her name the the daughter Maggie Maggie uh Brenda DeBanzi as we're gonna talk about her performance and John Mills' performance in a minute. Um, I don't know why it didn't ring home to me, but now so that's what I'm thinking. I maybe have seen it when I was not married, but gosh, I just don't remember. But anyway. Um, now as a married woman and, and, you know, looking at a lot of, uh, content on YouTube about relationships and men and women, how they move differently and who should be the leader of the family versus who is the leader of the family. And so all, all the, the social, the social, uh, ramifications of it, 
is ringing home through this. And and we're still having these, uh, I, well, battle of the sexes now, but I, I don't, it wasn't really a battle. This movie, this movie, <laughs> that's what makes it so funny. <laughs> it was a complete, total surrender. Um, what, what do they call it? Um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. It is a term for it in history when you have a, uh, when you have a battle and it's not a Pyrrhic victory, but anyway, it, it was a mutual, a mutual, uh, surrender, if you will. I don't know, but I, who, uh, so I'm trying to see who wrote this because, uh, whoever I'm, I'm going to look it up. Do you know who wrote it? Yeah. Who wrote it? Yes, it, it was played by Harold Brighouse. Okay. He did a and brilliant the job. director, uh, David Lean, oh, yeah, who's one great. of the best directors yes. in all of history. He also, he not only directed it, but he also wrote the screenplay. Oh, who did? Oh, okay. So he David did. David Lean. Okay. Because I saw this was, this move, this uh, play is super old because um there there was, we saw it on yes. YouTube, guys. I'm, and we got to do a better uh, job of remembering whose channel. So I apologize once again. I do not remember the channel, but it is on YouTube for free, okay? But there's a a, a silent version of it. And I, I tried to look at it for about a few minutes, uh, Georgia, but it's not the same because you, you miss all the nuances and Charles Lawton, all these fantastic performances. So, you know, I, I tried to look at it, but I knew it wasn't going to be the same. But yeah, this is super old. This is a really old play. And it's been done. And I think it got redid after, uh, after, oh, you know what I saw? I, so they had live versions of it uh, on YouTube as well. So if you don't, so if you want to see a theater, like a, a Broadway type, I'm not saying it is Broadway, but, you know, live action. So you do have that as well. But you're going to miss Charles Lawton, Mills, and um, Brenda DeBanzi and the other people around it because these performances yeah. are, are, are are crazy. I know they were nominated uh, Mills, the bands, and I don't know how in the world they skipped over Lawton for uh, BAFTAs. And it won one BAFTA for the uh, best film. Best but, picture. Yeah. And also in Germany. Okay, okay. Best picture. Yeah, but um, these performances, and why they skipped over Lawton is, is beyond me. Um, and shout out to, you know, so you got to say it every time I talk about Charles Lawton, I got to talk about one of my favorite movies of all time, his one and only direction, Night of the Hunter with my man, oh. um, Bob Mitchum. So, and we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. But yeah, that, that, that is a map. That's a, that is one of the, Night of the Hunter and it being a flop at the time that it came out. It's one of the, the biggest tra tra travesties of film and justice law, law non-laws and non-awards, if you, you want to put it like that, in film history, in my opinion, because you have so many people, uh, and I know I'm going off on a tangent, but um, who've been influenced, directors, um, Tarantino and um, Scorsese, who talk about they were influenced, I believe it was Scorsese, um, but I think Tar Tarantino for sure. And y'all can correct me in the, in the comments on our Facebook page, How Betty Davis Saved My Life. But... That movie has influenced and still influenced. When Charles Lawton did Night of the Hunter, no one has seen anything like that. The staging, the cam camera angles. And yeah, he drew a lot from film noir or whatever. But how he used, because he came from the theater, how he used the backdrop. So I'm, I know I'm going off on a tangent. We're going to do Night of the Hunter. But every time I think of him, I just think, well, my gosh, that movie is, it stands the test of time. Have you seen Night of the Hunter? Jordan? Yes, I've seen it. Oh, my gosh. That movie chills me. 
Yes. It is brilliant. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. So we'll we'll I'm gonna stop talking about that, but we're gonna get to Night of the Hunter. But anyway, back to Hobson's choice. So let's let's set up a little bit. Um there's not there's not too many spoilers, but we'll see how far we can go. So go ahead, Georgia, set sure. it up. Okay, I'll set it up for you. Okay, this takes place in late Victorian 1890s, northern England, and it uh, has to do with a widowed boot shop owner, and he gets drunk every night, and he has these three grown daughters, and and he's he's not paying them for he they run the business in the household, and they want to get married, but the father is refusing to pay their dowries. So, the oldest daughter is a is exceptionally clever, and this is a story about how. She goes about changing everyone's lives and for the better and how she, wow, how clever this woman is and how she ends up just <laughs> really, the she is the driving force in this movie and I love what she does. Yeah. It is, you are just astounded. The woman is a force of nature. Yes, yes. And she, so that's played by Brenda DeBanzi. And uh, she she winds up. I mean, I guess we could say she winds up convincing, and I'm and I'm saying that just like uh, what's her name, Megan Megan Mark, and I don't care if you come for me. She convinced Prince Harry <laughs> to marry her, <laughs> but but what's her name, Megan's gonna get far more better results. <laughs> oh yeah, I went there, y'all. It's it, this is a British comedy. I have to mention. British royalty, British culture. But yeah, she convinces John Mills. And so the convincing of John Mills' character, Willie, to marry her is one of the funniest freaking things you ever want to see as far as British comedy. And and, and, it is, and then ladies, ladies, let me tell you something. We're going back to the old sayings and people, people hate traditionalism and conservatism. Conservatism, I can't talk. People hate that. Oh, that's old time. Blah, blah, blah. What's the old saying? You catch more flies with honey. And if you don't speak up, what do you say? Though, if you don't, those with the open mouths get fed. And so when Maggie convinced Willie, and like I say, you look at it because it, it is hilarious to marry her. And again, the brilliance of John Mills, another great British actor, just a great actor, period. And he wound up winning the Academy Award for what was this Ryan's daughter, I believe, where he played a um a man a mentally disabled man, and he was fantastic in that. And Robert Mitchum was in that too. Um, but yeah, he won an Academy Best Supporting in that. But so he plays Willie, and his performance really was a coming out for him, I, I think, because um, he was really young in this picture as well. I'm not going to say it's his first picture, but he had to be one of his first films. But his performance as Willie and how this dude evolved his character, it is, this is acting. This is acting 101, and this is how... Georgia, isn't this how to be a woman 101? Oh, my goodness, yes. Uh, that's, what I think, one of the things that I love about this movie. I, I want to go back just a second. 
he be, later became Sir John Mills. Okay. He often said this was his favorite movie. Mm -hmm. And amazingly, he was a last minute casting decision because wow. he was replacing Robert Donat. Robert yeah. Donat was supposed to play the role of Willie Mossop. Mm -hmm. And he had uh, health problems with asthma. And yeah. so John Mills was called in. And John Mills had been doing some acting and some stage work and, and all that. But then he transitioned to making movies. And he has done some absolutely brilliant, brilliant. work in yes. a lot of movies. He's yes. just, every every role he plays, he, yes, he's just. And, he, yeah, and he's not a matinee idol or star. He's not going to be the big name on the marquee. Um you know, and when you think of great British actors, you're not going. He's not going to be the first where he should be among the first. But this, this, this movie has so many clinics: how to act, how to be a woman, how not to be a man, um, how not to be a a, a brat. You know, and, and it has politics in it. Um, <laughs> it has business: how to not run a business. <laughs> how exactly. To, uh, I mean, it's, it's 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 you could. This is a life lesson. This is a this is going to go in the How Betty Davis Saved My Life pantheon of uh, life lessons, this movie. And we have some other ones, you know, in that as well. But this is 101. Well, you know, Moya, getting back to what you were saying, I loved what you were saying. Because I felt that Maggie, you know, John Mills plays this character who's so humble and sweet. And she insists that everyone show respect for her husband. Yes. And, you know, and I, I noticed that, like, when she gives in to him, like, they have, like, a little argument or maybe just discussion. I think that was her way of testing his resolve and also showing honor to him at the same time. Yes. Because men and women can be intellectual equals and partners, but women still need to feel treasured and men still need to feel respected. And yes. it may sound like the same, but it's not. Right. And I think... And this thing, when I see how he evolves and how he grows, because she has such belief in him. She mm -hmm. sees potential in him. Yeah. Um, and it's, um, they, they have this ability. They start to trust each other. There's equality. There's mutual respect. Um, and I, I just, I, I look at this movie and I just see, something so beautiful in it because she is drawing out his potential. She's building his confidence. She's inspiring his ambition. Um, and I think one of the movie, one of the movie lessons out of this is we make our own happiness in life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and so, and so you see like each little push to a self-respect and it's just, and see his self-sufficiency, it is such a joy to behold. I looked at this and I thought, oh, you can just see, it's not only the physical change in him, but you see, sometimes he looks like a little bit, like a little tiny bit, like unsure of himself. And you see that little bit of a wavering, but then he comes through. Right. You see that happening. Right. And this movie the way they, I've never seen a, a, a relationship done like this ever before in yeah. any movie. I don't think the so way either. That it's done. I think, yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't think I have either. Uh, and so I think ladies, when you watch this movie, remember like when you're in a relationship and 
your partner, how your love and your respect and your belief in him, the man can go out and he can slay dragons. He can climb mountains because of your love and respect and your belief in him. Absolutely. And, And this is how to be married. You know, and we said how to be how to be a woman, how to be a married woman, and uh, you know, you know, I look at a lot of men's uh, what they call a manosphere, and shout out to Kevin Samuels, uh, and he's a really popular YouTuber, and you know, I don't know if he's ever seen this movie. He probably will never hear this podcast. I, I don't know. Maybe a million years from now. But, you know, check out his content on, um, he's very controversial. A lot of, uh, well, I'll just say a lot of mainly black women are his detractors and his critics. But this, this movie embodies what this man is trying to tell women about how to be in a relationship, how to get a man. So Maggie was on the wrong side of 30. You know, back then, if you if you weren't married out, right outside your teens, if you hit over 20 and you weren't married, God help you. You might as well have the plague, okay? More British history. So, you know, she was on the wrong side of 30. And like I said, dad, Charles Lawton, wanted to keep him close to her. Just basically, like I said, free labor. She was his quote-unquote wife, you know? And, and there's a touching moment in Hobson's Choice where they show Charles Lawton looking at his wife's picture because he's really a hurt man. You know, you really can't take him seriously. Just like Archie Bunker and those type of kids. You really can't take because they're really hurt. They're afraid. They're, they're lashing out from a place of fear and hurt. And he drinks because he is hurt, you know, and lonely. And his only last bastion of control is over these girls and over his little shop. That's, you know, failing. But, um, you know, so she's on the wrong side of 30 but she realized, she looks around her. Nobody ain't trying to holler at her. Her two sisters are younger. They're cute. And they do have boyfriends or whatever. She is stuck in that shop, like I saying, being the work wife, quote unquote. And the only man, now, Georgia, let me ask you this. Did you think it was, well, we know the end of the story. But do you think she made a a, a a business decision or a romantic decision or insert your own decision when she when she uh, picked on Willie. What do you think? My first impression was it was a marriage decision, but then I became convinced it was a business decision, but it's really both. It's really both. Yeah. But she had, I mean, she knew exactly what to do, how to get them set up in the business. Yeah. She knew exactly what to do. Right, but but I'm uh, saying, how does she look at him as a man? What What are your thoughts? What When she looked at him, did she, well, you, and you, maybe you already answered, you said first you thought it was a marriage decision and a business, then you said both. But when she looked at him as a man, she's, you know, he had been working around her all this time. And all, you know, why does she go after him? And what well, I think said, it's because she sees he is the most talented and the best bootmaker in the entire, I mean, anywhere around, anywhere around. And she's seeing that. <laughs> and, okay. and so, and then she, you know, remember that scene where she goes, oh, you know, I've looked, and she goes, oh, you'll do. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and, just like, and he says, like, what are you saying? And then right. it's like, it's. And then when you watch his expression, 
is because it's like he's um it's in his eyes and you the facial expressions and and his like he's wide-eyed wonder at her he just can't believe it's like oh my gosh and you know that he even says well no, I'm even engaged. And she, and she goes, and she she's gonna fix that. That was look. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm gonna get back on that. The, the to me the most hilarious part of the movie, and there were many, was when she <laughs> when she confronted. I, I'm not. I, if I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to use the adjective I want to use because I'm gonna give it away. But when she confronted his fiance and her mother, let me just say that. <laughs> And that's all I'm going to say. That is, I was screaming. I was, because I know somebody, well, I could just say it. My mom basically did the same thing with her husband. She's deceased now. But she, it literally was the same situation, George. I, I kid you not. So I'm in there screaming, laughing at that, then relating back to what happened with my mom. And it's just tearing me up. Um, but let me ask you this. Do you think that today's woman should do what Maggie did with Willie. If I had to give a one-word answer, I would say yes. Why? Are you are you referring to um getting with him, just getting her. with him, just getting with him. You so you say Oh, just getting with him? Yeah. Okay, if you see a potential in somebody and you think that you could love them and they could love you, I, my short answer is yes. And, and, and think back to the time period, guys, there was a, a, a strict class system, class system. Yes. And believe it or not, there is still a somewhat class system still in place in today's modern times that people adhere to for whatever reasons. And, and I get, and I'll put it in context that depend on the situation, but if you're okay, so Georgia, you say yes. That that today's woman, a modern woman, like everybody wants to say, if she's in a situation like Maggie on the wrong side of 30, you see a guy, he's single, no kids, hard worker, he might be below you in a socioeconomic status as far as earnings or whatever, or, or maybe it's an on, on-job romance, you you the supervisor, or, or, and he's, you know, under you. So, you. so you're saying on record that you, you think a woman should shoot her shot, she should go for it. Sometimes you have to kind of nudge it along a little bit. Okay, but 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 you but you. I, but I would not have gone as far. To be perfectly honest, I would not gone. I would not have gone as far, and I would not normally recommend a woman go as far as what Maggie did because it would scare most men away, and they would just like take off running. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. So you think most men today would take off take off running? You like yes, she went that strong. Okay. Yes, I do. I okay. think most men today would do that. So what would you I wanted to talk about like we as Americans. Oh, say it oh, again. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Moya. No. I'll get back to that. No, go ahead. Say it again. But, well, well, we as Americans, we need to understand when you're viewing this movie that the British emphasis is you keep in your own class. Right. And so when she was uh, taking on on Willie she was going outside of her class, but we don't think of classes limiting uh, the same way that they do. So we, we would miss that part of the story if we did not understand, yes. because you see it there, like the woman, the customer, the one who becomes yes. their benefactor and gives them the loan. Right. There's another, and did you notice how, when she comes into the shop, I mean, uh, 
Henry Hobson, he gets down on his knee when the woman is there, mm -hmm. you know, because there is, you see different stratifications of social levels in England. Yes. And they're, they're still, they're still going on today. Yeah. So you need to view that this movie with this going on. It was very strict. Yeah, very, very much so. Yeah. And, and like, uh, no, you're, we're still on the same page. Because I totally agree with you. And there are some women, and that's why uh, I, the, the YouTuber I mentioned, Kevin Samuels, and other people who uh, have content like his get so much pushback because you're right. There is still some classism in certain sectors of the West. And here in the United States, you know, we're, we don't have the, we didn't have the aristocracy. Well, you did have the aristocracy to a certain degree. You had the blue bloods and the the, the people who were able to capitalize on the industrial revolution and, you know, these, these magnates and what have you, you know, they didn't mix with the lower. So, so yeah, it was kind of like that, not on the same level as in, on a British, you know, but, but still there. And so it's still here because people like Kevin Samuels and who create his content, you know, a lot of women today would not, they wouldn't pee on Willie if he was on fire and he, right. and he is ma'am, Let's just be real. And so there's something called a sexual market value. And that's that's real. Um, you know, when and it's it's hard on the wall, it's hard on abroad. Because when you reach a certain age, women, you're on the wrong side of 30, them dudes ain't trying to look at you and holler at you like that. You may be beautiful, banging body, but that's don't don't get mad with us, get mad with God at your own peril, because he makes the rules. Men are, that's just biological nature. Men are attracted to youth, virility. Can you have his kids? You know, and, and you're looking at all. And once, once that starts to go down, it is what it is. And so, but on a flip side of that, women, yes, we do look at men, how much money you got in your pocket, where you, where you going, where you been, you know, that a lot, lot, can you provide security? So, but again, when you get in a certain age group, women, you cannot expect to think you have the same choices like Maggie. She didn't have the same choice and options like her younger sisters. And she was not, and she was not even in society. She was always stuck at home. So all I'm saying is if you get a guy like Willie in today's uh, marketplace, if you will, no kids, uh, not married, decent, hardly any baggage. And he, he, he was the brains of that shop. He was the star of that shop. His shoes brought people into that shop. His skills got an investor. So if you see a man and you can work with him, and 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 I, I, I like I said, I wouldn't pass him up if I were you. I would seriously consider it. But a lot of women don't get with these men because they don't look the part. You know, Georgia, they, they don't look the part. And secondly, when you get with these guys, I agree with you. How she respected Willie was so critical and I'm like you my mouth was open I was like this should be seen everywhere like every woman before you if you have daughters they should watch this movie how to get if they want to get a man keep a man get married how to treat a man they should watch this movie and that's all I have to say Georgia I agree with you 100% I, I also wanted to say uh, something that I loved about the way this movie was uh, written and directed because the my the thing to me that was the funniest thing in the whole movie. There's a lot of funny moments. Was there is a wedding night and morning after, yes. and they the very subtlest yes. of suggestions. And modern filmmakers 
should be this sophisticated in the way yes. you understand. And it is so well done. I thought I, the same thing. I love the way they did this. So I have to say, yes. I was, I, you know, but we as Americans, I wish we wouldn't make movies where you just hit people over the head with it. You don't have to do that. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I just, thought the same thing. Well, you know, Moya, this is like, I have to say, this is a movie to be savored. I think this is sheer magic, and I agree with you. Everybody should watch the way. If you want to go to a director's school, you watch how yes. this director is done, because he is one of the absolute best. He brought us uh, Brief Encounter, Bridge on the River Kwai, Lawrence of Arabia, yes. Dr. Zhivago, Red yes. Expectations, and all these wonderful, wonderful. amazing movies. Yes. The man never made a bad move. And, and not only that, he made iconic classic. Like you have to, his most of his movies are on the top tens of almost everybody. And, um, and, and on that note, George, is there anything else you need to say? Gosh, I think uh, we've pretty much covered it all. But I have to say, uh, if you want to see... Uh, a person who is considered the most refined and versatile of all English film stars in the history of British cinema, you have to watch John Mills' performance. And you also want to watch Charles Lawton. And I think this will spur you on to watch other uh, yes. Charles movies because as a kid, I, I, nobody plays a drunk better than... <laughs> Nobody than Charles Lawton. And he plays also, them differently. He doesn't play them each the same. You're right. Because if you see him in Ruggles Red Gap, it's a totally it's different so drug. But it's funny. still so We're going to do that one, too. That is one of the funniest British... Just movies, period. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah, it is. Well, with that, Moya, I got to say, it's a wrap for me. Yes, yes. Well, thank you all for tuning in to How Betty Davis Saved My Life. Hobson's Choice. Go and check it out on YouTube. Absolutely free. Hit us up on our Facebook page, How Betty Davis Saved My Life. And uh, we have a lot of great things on there. We do have a YouTube channel also by the same name. A lot of, um, not a lot, um, but several videos you may want to enjoy. And let us know what you think. We love to hear from you. So I'm Moya. And I'm Georgia. And guys, we can't wait to see you next time on How Betty Davis Saved My Life, Life Lessons from Classic Hollywood. Take us out, Rufus, featuring Shaka Khan, Hollywood.